Welcome to Your Brain's BFF. I'm Pooja Venkatraman, a double Harvard grad, ex-management consultant, and former stressed-out overachiever. I use clear, simple frameworks rooted in psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, and mindfulness to teach you how to solve any problem, anytime. Let's go. talk about what to do when the same problem keeps coming up again and again. So it might be something that makes you stressed or makes you upset. And intellectually, you're like, come on, this shouldn't really upset me so much. But it's not translating. It's not actually translating to your feelings. And you still end up getting stressed or upset every single time it comes up. So let me give you an example of a time that I experienced this. When I was in my corporate job, I one of the projects that I ran, I had to run a weekly working group meeting. So I was sort of spearheading the project, but there were five or eight people that I had to work with in order to make it happen. And I had a standing weekly meeting with them to move the project forward. And every single week, without fail, I got so stressed about that meeting. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I don't, no one's gonna fire me. I'm doing well. Like, no one has any expectations of me, but it's still the night before this meeting or a couple hours before this meeting, and I am about to jump out of a window because of how stressed I am. So, what was causing my stress? Now, remember, circumstances do not cause feelings. So, the cause of my stress was not the fact that the meeting existed, it was not how much time I had to prepare beforehand. It was not who was in the meeting. All of those things are facts. All of those things are neutral circumstances that were not causing my stress. My stress was coming from my thought about the meeting. And my primary thought was this one. I'm not prepared. I just fully believed this before every single meeting and it really stressed me out. And I knew about coaching at this point. I knew that I'd found the thought that was causing my stress and I tried to address it. I tried to tell myself, no, you are prepared. It's fine. You don't need to be that prepared. It's gonna be okay. I tried so hard to address this I'm not prepared thought. Didn't work. Never sank in. No matter what, I could not convince myself that it was gonna be okay. The stress never went away. So here's what you need to do when you're trying to address that first level thought and your brain is not having it. Here's the secret. This thought did not come out of nowhere. None of your thoughts are random. None of them are just popping out of the ether. This thought was the end point of a whole chain of logic and assumptions that my automatic brain had made up. And so for me, since addressing the end point of that chain wasn't helping, I needed to back it up. I needed to figure out what are the previous steps in this logic chain. And let me address one of the previous assumptions that my brain has made. Because if I can change an assumption a couple of steps beforehand, just like in an Excel model, I can change that input and it'll flow all the way through and I'll have a totally different thought in the moment. So how do you do this? How do you uncover the assumptions your brain has made without even telling you? 
you have to treat it like a conversation with your automatic brain, okay? And that's this guy. He's really cute. He's doing his best. He's not super sophisticated, but he moves really, really fast. And you need to talk to him. You need to understand what he's decided. And I almost want you to treat it like a conversation you might have with a first year analyst that just joined your team. Imagine if you're running a project and your first analyst, it's his first week on the job, he just went to his first meeting and he comes out of that meeting, he pulls you aside and he's like, oh my gosh, we need to fire the CEO of this company. How would you react? You'd probably tell him, okay, slow down. Please explain your assumptions to me. Why do you think we need to fire the CEO of the company? Because you came to that conclusion very fast, but it might not be based on a ton of evidence, which is exactly what your brain does all day long. Come to conclusions very fast based on not a ton of evidence. So here are three questions that I love to use with my clients and with my own brain to make it explain its assumptions to me. Those questions are, what does that mean? Define your terms. No ambiguity. Really understand what is the standard, the definition, what are we really talking about? That's question one. Question two, why is that a problem? Right? Once you've defined your terms, you can ask yourself, okay, so what? Why is that such a problem? And that will make your brain continue to explain itself to you. And finally, is that true? Because your brain just comes up with thoughts and it thinks that they're facts. It gives them to you as if they're facts. And you can ask yourself, okay, but is that true? So let's see what happened when I asked myself these three questions about this thought, I'm not prepared for my, for my weekly meeting. First I asked, what does that mean? What does it mean to be prepared for this meeting? And my brain told me, oh, well, if I was prepared, I would have a 30 page deck with new information. I would have done new analysis, I'd have new insights, I would have found out something new, and I would spend the whole meeting or most of the meeting presenting my findings. And I don't have that deck, I don't have new information, so I'm definitely not prepared. And even just seeing this, I already realized this was a holdover from my consulting days. Because at this point, I'd moved out of management consulting and into a corporate job. And yeah, a lot of my consulting meetings involved me showing up with a big deck and talking and presenting information. And so I realized, oh, okay, I'm carrying over an old definition of what it means to be prepared for a meeting. And for this new meeting, this weekly meeting, I don't have that deck. And so my brain is looking at that and deciding I'm not prepared. Okay, so I'd figured that out. The stress didn't go away. I was still very stressed. So I asked myself, we don't have a deck, we still have a meeting, why is it a problem? Why is it a problem not to have a deck? Why is it a problem not to have a 45 minute speech that I'm going to give in this meeting? And my brain told me, it's a problem because my job is to make people happy and make them impressed. And that really made me pause because that was a big holdover from my consulting days. Not even just the fact that I had to come and make decks and present new information, but this idea that the reason I was in this building was to impress people, right? And the way that I showed my worth was by always having new information, always having new insights, always being so impressive and the smartest one in the room and providing all that new information to people. 
that was my job. And people needed to leave feeling happy and impressed. That's how I showed my worth. That was what I thought was success in consulting. You could even argue with me about that, but that was the construction of the definition of success my brain had constructed in a consulting setting. And then I just carried it over to my corporate job. And so I asked myself, is that true? Is that still my job here? Is my job in this new setting still to make people happy and make them feel impressed? And I really thought about this question. I was like, no, really, what is my job here? What is my purpose? Why am I here? What's the point? And I decided my job is not to make people happy and is not to make them feel impressed. My job is to advance an agenda. My job is to make something happen that I think needs to happen, but is not currently happening. And once I changed that definition in my mind, once I really thought it didn't take just, you know, 30 seconds, I really thought about it and I considered and I thought about different examples and what the purpose was. And once I really put that definition in my mind and I really put that lens on my work, that assumption flowed all the way through. And immediately I had a different perspective on the meeting. I was like, I don't need to be presenting. In fact, I probably shouldn't just talk the whole time. We need to be working together. We as a group need to figure out what we need to do. And then I probably need to hold people accountable and learn from them and have them answer some questions. But I definitely don't need a 30 page deck and I just talk for 45 minutes. And in fact, if they're not happy with me, that's probably good. Because if everyone was happy with me all the time, then I'm probably not advancing that strong of an agenda, right? I'm probably talking about something that people are already doing. And so if I'm really adding value, I'm probably having people do something that they're not already doing and they're kind of resistant to it. And so as soon as I walked back three assumptions and addressed an earlier assumption that my brain had made and changed it, it flowed through and the issue fixed itself. And so if you find yourself having the same thing come up again and again, and you're trying to address it at the first thought level, and you're not having a lot of success, your brain's just not catching on, what you need to do is have a conversation with yourself and uncover some of the earlier assumptions that your brain has made that has resulted in this thought that you have in the moment. Because if you can go back and change an earlier assumption, it'll flow through and your problem will be solved. So if you want my help to do this work, to not only uncover the assumptions quickly and effectively, and brainstorm new thoughts that you actually believe. And then most importantly, practice. Apply the new thought in the moment so you actually seal in the new results, not just in theory, but actually in practice. Come talk to me. Click the link and book a coaching consult. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your Brain's BFF by me, Pooja Venkatraman. Check out the links in the episode description if you want to read this piece on my website, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my email newsletter, or book a consult to work with me one-on-one. -on -one.